Ladies and gentlemen, filmmakers and moviegoers alike, welcome to this week's episode of Critically Casual. I'm your host, Ray Cuffs. Joining me, as always, is the jackass turkey dev. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a super special guest, Gaber J. Oh, I can't say hi this time? Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> you make fun of the way I intro the show, I change it. Fuck one you. Time. One time. One time. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, he was making fun of the intro, but he was also like in shock of, you know, he usually pays me a compliment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, not tonight. Nope. <laughs> not tonight. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Tonight is probably going to be one of those weird movies moments where we're going to mostly agree, I think. All three of us are going to agree. Yeah, for the most part. Probably. Mm hmm. I'm okay with that. I mean, me and Jay have similar backgrounds, so obviously we have similar tastes. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I'm trying to figure out how we're going to rate these, by the way. Do uh, I give. So, before we start, this should be our rule going forward for three people. Okay. This will be the presidents for this. Okay. okay? Presidents. So, every. Shut up. Um, the, the scores have always been rated by two and split the difference right and if it's a quarter we round up to the nearest half mm-hmm. or full yeah. um with a third person in there should we have a separate three person score alongside it so like the standard critically casual score that we can fall back to with it's just me and semen but a secondary score of with all three or is it just one score overall i kind of like just having a general har har score because you know we are har har but I say and, like if I was someone external, I, I would I would appreciate your whole separate scoreboard thing. But it's like well, I'm this just goes for team. anyone who's mm-hmm. not on the I show. Mean, so often. we could do it like um it the main for the average score normally it's just you and me, and then we can use the guest score as like bonus points towards the end. Like I promise you, you just pointed your thumb the wrong way. You really did. <laughs> like it could i like, promise you whatever score you whatever score you can, two give it it's the highest score it's getting all night we can start oh, making this mathematical man. you know it's like, the highest score it's getting all night <laughs> um no it's a good question because if you want to we can do still- do a separate we'll do okay you two is the score and then i'll chime in and I think that's I think that's fine. That doesn't throw off your your scorekeeping any. Alright, yeah, works for I me. I just need to create this. I'm just uh adding updating this. the thing. I'm adding four columns. Oh no. <laughs> that suddenly went wrong. That's the Yeah, that's the sound of somebody who's fucked up and doesn't know how to fix it. No, it's an easy fix. <laughs> just that didn't go the way I planned. Like controls D. <laughs> okay. okay so enough of that let me start talking about what we're doing today which this week because you know i'm so amazingly clever and you know i i come up with the best titles every single week um compliment myself more uh <laughs> on sick, ain't he? yeah um, welcome to every fucking week with this guy <laughs> um we're i called this week ice and fire 
because I'm so smart. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we're talking about the Golden Compass, and then we're going to go into Aragon, and then we'll wrap everything up with, you know, the news and wrap up. Jay's drinking already. I love it. <laughs> it's a sip. Sipping. Mm-hmm. Sipping drink. No worries. All right. So, uh, anything else we want to talk about before we start hopping into the Golden Compass? Uh, I mean, let's just hop into it, I guess. I mean, like, I say, like <laughs> let's jump on that line. No, been waiting to, to lay into one of these, so let's just get to All it. Right, we'll get to that one in a second. First, we're starting with Golden Compass. Ha! Oh, yeah, the Golden Compass. Hi. How did, what did. Starting this movie, do you want eh, do you want to do the your fancy thing there, Dev? Give us the yes. So, Golden Compass coming out December seventh of two thousand seven, um, with about a two hour runtime. Chris uh, Welts directed it, and the budget was a resounding one hundred and eighty million dollars, with an opening U.S. weekend of twenty six million dollars, U.S. gross. For this entire time in theaters was 70 million and worldwide 372 million dollars. So it did not make the budget it was hoping it would get back. But it barely made its budget with the worldwide income. Yes. It did not perform well in America. <laughs> I must say, like, and once again, worldwide. Mm-hmm. It took the entire planet for that movie to break even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to appreciate that a minute. But uh, believe it or not, God. with the movie choices we've picked lately, that happens more often than not. No, I, 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 I have no trouble <laughs> believing it. I might not be able to see every episode of the show, but I do know your list. Yep. That's that's all, and that's all I need to know, really, for that particular <laughs> fact. That's all I really. And that's need why to you know. don't watch every single episode. <laughs> honestly, for some of them, you're not wrong. I'll be straight up with you. Guys. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't. I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't know if I should feel sorry for you two, or if I should applaud the fact that you watch these those movies. <laughs> I'm trying to be a little restrained at the beginning of the show. No worries. But you watch those movies week after week after. week. Well, we do hit some really good ones. That's the thing. You do we hit some great ones. We do, we do, do hit try some, to bring balance. To you it. do hit some great ones. Balance, of course. You guys, no, you don't. But sometimes, man, just like these couple weeks in a row kind of things that you guys sometimes do, that's just why. <laughs> well, and then also... Like, I, 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 I digress. I'm, I'm done some of the that. weeks that are trash are actually really fun because like we had never some seen Battleship. Oh, Battleship right. was just like stupid fun. And that, the fact that Steven gave it the same rating I gave it was a fucking miracle to me. That, I'm like, this movie does not fun. need to be a 6.5 overall, but Steven gave it a 6.5, I gave it a 6.5. That, we enjoyed the stupid end of it. Like, <laughs> that was a movie I expected Steven just to hammer because how dumb it was. But Steven was like, you know, I, I finally turned my brain off. I don't know how. And I'm like... You know what? All right, Dude, I'll fucking take man, it. When you finally get to hit that off switch, just don't reach for it again. Just leave it there. <laughs> leave it there. I swear, I'm still looking for that. I'm honestly still looking for that switch for my job. Honestly. <laughs> well, it's There's... made me. It's made me happy because it gives promise to doing the rest of the Fast and the Furious franchise. It gives me hope <laughs> that Stephen will be like, you know what? This shit's off the walls. I can't like 
critique it as a movie because <laughs> it's a it's not a movie i'll it's tell you what experience because i want to see it happen dev you and me will do a mutiny if he doesn't agree to do it and we'll just do it ourselves i mean it's gonna happen eventually yeah yeah you're welcome to join us we did the first uh, three this year. Um, we did uh, love, Path Two and Tokyo. I would love to get in on those conversations. Absolutely, oh, yeah. it'll be a triple header though, more than likely, because we're waiting until we know when we'll ever be able to go see nine, That's and fine. then we'll do the the next three, and then we'll do uh, seven, eight with nine, probably depending, because it's the easiest way to do it. And occasionally, when we're like doing triple headers in a month, so I've determined I'm going to start calling them thruples. Fair enough. Thruples. Thruples. Right, I'm cool yep. with that. Yep. No, I I don't know what this word means. Thruple? It's a term also used like in triple like poly relationships. Like tri three. Yeah. Thruple instead of couple. Mm. Thruple. Thruple. Mm -hmm. Thruple. And if you yeah, want to make three. it weird, you call it a throbbing thruple. Okay. All right. It's on to the movies. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Golden Compass. <laughs> you know, my goal wasn't to like drink more of these. I just need you to be just need to be clear. All right, rules of dating. I'll, I'll I'll try to keep it simple. So, just talking about the Golden Compass real fast. All I really, if we want to go plain, simple, and keep it to like the bare minimum, just watch his Dark Materials on HBO. It is infinitely better than the Golden Compass movie uh, when it comes to plot development <laughs> and everything. In just about every conceivable aspect, really. <laughs> like plot. Character, character, character development, CG, the CG. <laughs> I think CG is okay. its own. It's CG's its own subject here. The only Dude, thing that I'll the, go ahead. Sorry, Dev. The thing that pissed me off in the CG in this movie was the bear fight. Yeah, <laughs> they did not feel like they had physics. Dude, they didn't feel like they had fur. Okay. Well, not just that. Like I can deal with that because it's 2007. All right, whatever. You should be better, but whatever. Okay. I can ignore that because it's consistent. The bear's weight in that fight was yeah, way no, different than was... the bear's weight that we saw as he was running through the snow boing, literally boing, moments boing. ago. Mm -hmm. He had weight during that, and then that fight, they're just like, like spinning. And I'm like, what the fuck? What just happened? Who turned off? Who turned on low G's? And who turned up the speed? They what? That fight simultaneously has the most gruesome moment in this entire movie. Like it's a good moment though. Yes, it is. Is that all? Yes. <laughs> That's that all, happened. folks. <laughs> yeah. We good, bro. Can I talk about the cast real quick though? Yes. We good. This is like yes, the I big, love the highest A-list cast. I've seen in such a shit movie. Dude, seriously. We've got Nicole Kidman. We've got Daniel Craig. We've got Ian McKellen. We've got Ava Green. Jim Carter. We've got Sam fucking Elliott. You've Rest got, in peace, Sir Christopher Lee. You've got <laughs> like, Sir Christopher Lee. Like, holy shit. What Kathy the fuck? Kathy Bates. Freaking. Ian McShane oh in here like, as well. You've got uh, Derek Jacoby as well, who always plays like those kind of like he he voiced uh, Cogsmith or no not he didn't voice Cogsmith he he's Gladiator um he was in Gladiator uh the guy one of these guys voiced Cogsmith hold on which one was it um 
Um, where is it? Was it Jimmy? Did Jimmy Carter voice Cogsman? Yeah, Jimmy Carter voiced Cogsman in uh, Transformers the last night. Um, <laughs> I would also like to appreciate the fact that James Bond, in my opinion, had the coolest familiar in this entire freaking movie. Enough said. They also really sequel baited the hell out of this. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad when you see that. You know what's weird? Looking at this list, if if you count Nick Cage's first Ghost Rider, we have one Marvel person, I think. What? I don't think anyone oh. else in this has been in a Marvel movie. They've been in every other kind of movie or TV show. Seriously. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! You, had the, you have the you have the full spectrum. Kathy Bates was uh, headlined uh, this this lawyer show. I forgot the name of. Too, it's like there's a broad spectrum of medium being covered here. Yeah, but yeah, no, she like not no one, no one that I recognize at least is a is a marveler. Wow, I just noticed that. <laughs> the blue dev's mind. Marvel's like every movie franchise ever. Well, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> asshole. I mean, in the sense of having such a star-studded cast that the none of them have shown up them... in a Marvel movie yet. The fact, the fact that, yeah, the fact that none of them have had to appear in Marvel to get their stardom, basically, is like... well, not just that. Not, not just that. I'm more just saying, just haven't even shown up in a Marvel movie. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking now, like, who would Sam Elliott play? And Marvel. <laughs> he have to play the old Ghost Rider because that's what he was in the original Ghost Rider, mm. and it's the perfect casting for him. The Western Ghost Rider, mm -hmm. it's perfect casting. You can't cast him as anything else. He's the fucking cowboy, man. <laughs> Sam Elliott is the cowboy. Yeah, you that's cast all he is. Cowboy, that's typecasting right there. Sam Elliott. I'm sorry, you do. <laughs> like. The moment not a conversation should... we should be having this early on as far as that. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> I'm just saying, Sam Elliott's fucking fantastic, man. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to, I feel like we got to try to talk more details about this movie. A little bit, yeah. One thing I wanted I'll to talk about. i some other details then. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Um, the one other thing that I wanted to talk about is how much this movie just kind of like, and it's solved. We have the answer. <laughs> We're suddenly in this next step. Like, yeah. Um, there's a I'll lot of, honest. go ahead. Well, this is kind of, this kind of going by what you just said. I'll be honest. Like by the, by the time, from the time I first watched this movie, right. we're talking like, you know, back in the day, mm -hmm. um, I hear I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm watching it and it's like, I blinked and they had the solution, mm -hmm. you know, That's and then yeah. I tried and then kind of knowing that, right. Still having that confusion going into the rewatch that I did for the show. Again, it's like I blinked and they had the like I can't there's such a disconnect between the problem and the solution. It's like I feel like that teacher that's like, okay, show your work. How did you arrive here? <laughs> it's not it's not clear how you got here. Yeah. Like and I feel like the biggest part of that is they just suddenly introduce characters that help, like the witch. All she was is like a Deus Ex Machina in this movie. Um, I can't remember her name though. Um, and as well as the fucking compass, like, I know that I, like, that's the whole point of this show is that the compass tells the truth, but it just too blatantly the tells the truth of the movie. Yeah. 
Like it ruins yeah, all you suspense know, in this movie. Speaking speaking of all knowing compasses, at least Jack Sparrow's compasses gave you a little in gave you a little conflict if you had some internal conflict, you know? Yes. <laughs> I have some internal conflict about Captain Jack Sparrow or similar properties. <laughs> we'll talk oh, about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Thanks. Don't for... prelude to the news yet. <laughs> Foreshadowing. What do you mean? <laughs> it's good storytelling. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's even so ridiculous in this movie, how quickly they fix problems. Like it's a line in the fucking movie when Lee Scoresbury talks to our main character and is like, you work pretty fast, kid. It's like, yes, that she Dude, literally walked like... into town and solved your problems. <laughs> pretty much. Or like when, um, as far as like a solution goes, like when Lyra almost gets the link cut. Hmm. Like, okay, number one, that kind of happened out of freaking nowhere. Mm -hmm. And as far as, like, intense drama in a scene goes, I feel they actually did pretty good with that. Because it was like... That's I mean, I legit... I legit could feel something in, in that scene, and then, it was, then all of a sudden it's like, last minute save of the head lady, who I think is still technically in charge of all of that. <laughs> I think so. Like, yeah, yeah. Even to this day, I'm still confused as to whether or not that <laughs> she's actually like, like she obviously knows about it. These people obviously listen to her, but she picks favorites. This <laughs> mm -hmm. like, oh, don't worry, it's just a little cut. Oh no, but we can't do it to this person for reasons. Not quite perfect. It's reasons, man. Yeah, reasons. It's reasons. Reasons. M movie's got a movie, man. Movie's, movie's got a movie. Not a movie. <laughs> movie's got a movie. Cheers to movie's got a movie. That's literally just the saying of the show now. I put, need to change the on, slate board. Put it on a shirt, man. <laughs> movie's, got casual. A movie. movie's got a movie. <laughs> and we don't give quarter scores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I wanted to talk about. And normally, Dev tries to make a point about talking about the cinematography, since that's what I care about a lot in movies. Yes. And I can say, without a doubt, that it was confusing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially when it came to the battle scenes. Like, Dude, every single fight in <laughs> the thing. Every single one. Like, are you... But at least hello? it was sparkly. <laughs> oh. Was... <laughs> you know, even that, like... I, I, I will say this, like... This is gonna. This is gonna. I'm gonna round back to this later, but I will say it's boringly shot. It's like the action is kind of a mess, dude. But and not hey, only at least it's well acted. Can maybe it's just so. Here's the thing. Uh, kind of still staying within the cinematography. Something that's like a, a theme throughout, which is weird that I point this out, but I was kind of rewatching it, and you know I'm somewhat colorblind so there are certain shades of which that i can't quite register but you know i see enough and does the color palette of this movie seem a little bland to anybody else but me it's, you mean gray yeah white and gray yeah, that yeah yeah it's just it's just blandly gray mm -hmm. like and i mean and i know granted in some of the scenery that they're trying to portray that they're in i get it 
but you can also watch places like this on Discovery and realize, you know, they're actually a a lot more vibrant mm -hmm. than that. The only <laughs> things that were colorful <laughs> in this movie was the technology. And that was Iron Man colored. <laughs> it's well, true. That, well, that, and also, like, the biggest source of contrast that I see in the freaking movie poster that is currently up on stream right now is the armor on the bear. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even that golden, by the way. No, it wasn't was even rusted. That, no, in the, in the movie itself, yeah, that's, like, what kind of false advertisement is that when in a animated slash creative rights that you did, that... Oh, we gotta make sure the armor looks super shiny in the poster, because God forbid they actually see the imperfections in the movie. Ugh, I mean, yeah. I just, honestly, even looking at this poster, I tried to grab a poster that didn't have the release date. I'm trying to do that more often. The less writing, the better. Because um, it just looks better. Uh, just looking at this poster as it is right now, it just looks cheap. Like not only that, yeah, yeah they cause... took one scene with the bear in it, then they're like, okay, we have to crop in the girl somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like which is this is a stupid thing to say because every movie poster on the planet obviously is photoshopped, but this looks <laughs> photoshopped. This looks like the stereotypical what people think of when they say something looks photoshopped. God, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, like, I really, I have never, I just now kind of looked at it and realized, because, again, I've been working on a lot of projects, so no, I think yeah. it's the only reason, but I'm looking at this and I'm just like, whew. <laughs> well, also think about, like, movies that... Like, the have... lighting on the girl is even different. Mm -hmm. Look at oh, this. Yeah, Look at the lighting on the girl. Look at the lighting on the bear. <laughs> she would also have a shadow from the bear's face in front of her. That's the other thing that's going to throw you off. Um, but the other thing too is, um, like looking at that poster alone, think about other posters that like are obviously Photoshop. Let's go with infinity war. Mm -hmm. You know, that's hundred percent Photoshop, but it doesn't yeah. look Photoshop because it's a piece of art itself. Yeah, exactly. That it's is just background bear girl. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but and this is really dumb to fixate on because I know we're supposed to be reviewing a movie and I get it. Oh, we've reviewed posters before on here, don't Have worry. we? Okay. Sometimes good. posters spoil the movie, poster. so. But. One, without me realizing it did. <laughs> <laughs> it was the one good but, fucking scene from the movie! Is that bear to scale? No. no. I don't think the bear's that big in the movie. <laughs> I just now realized this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no. I think he's a little bigger than he's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I'm kind of looking at this and I'm like, something else seems off, but I can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> She's tiny. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, but obviously that's the answer. I mean, I mean, come on. <sighs> Let's see. Lazy. Trying to think anything was, else. Like this was like this was like production. This was like promotion week. Promotion was a week out, and they realized they didn't have a poster yet. This is kind of what this is to me. Just take a scene from the movie that we haven't shown yet. Okay, here we go. Throw it up there. Perfect. All right. Um, yeah. I got really nothing else specific to talk about in this movie, if anyone else does. Not particularly, no. Uh, Not I mean, particularly. It, I think the thing that I'll talk about it is that even when I was... Because I'm interested in the lore of this. Um, it's a great, it's a, it's a neat idea. Obviously, you know, it came, came from a book. Mm -hmm. 
it's a book that I shamefully have not read yet, and I would very much like to. I haven't read it. Um, but it's just HBO series. Of two, you can watch that. One of two examples that we're going to show tonight that a a world on page was poorly translated to screen. Mm-hmm. Not as poorly as what we're going to be talking about next. And I think that's probably my own personal bias of the whole situation talking. <laughs> I'll be honest what? about that. I would never do that, what? Jay. Yeah. This show is completely 100% unbiased opinions. It's, no, that's it, why it's not casual at all. I, I think, I think it's, it's okay that our show... Un, you can have an unbiased opinion. It's okay that the show has bias. It's just important to be honest about it. <laughs> No, we never have bias. Shut up. No, we're not biased. <laughs> we're clearly never. the most never. renowned. That's why I gave Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie a 1.5, right? <laughs> and fucking Dragon Ball Evolution. Anyways. <laughs> moving on. All right. So, yeah, Popcorn Kernels, friends. I'm going to give right. you guys. All right. I'm going to your. Yeah, I'm going to start with Dev. Dev, 10 Popcorn Kernels. How many are you going to give this movie? This movie is boring, long, and has legitimately nothing going on in it. So I'm going to give it, I think, a 3.5 from just being a snore fest. That's out of 10? Well acted, yeah. out of 10. Okay. It's just boring. That's my, And that is usually my biggest problem with a movie, is if, yep. you are, if you make me feel like you're a long movie. I can sit through a three-hour long movie. No problem. As long as the movie is engaging, things are happening, and you know you feel like progress is being made. Prime example: Endgame. Absolutely. I would. I sat through that two or three times in theaters. This movie, right under two hours, and I fucking feel like it should have cut another 15, 30 minutes. And the worst part is it's already cut up so terribly that it's a terrible Brilliant. movie. So like, as for me goes, like the amount of times I've watched this movie once back when it kind of came out it was a little Same. while after it came I out i watched it on dvd after it came out and for the show and as i said before the show i did not make it to the end <laughs> that was time and business so that was not me just trying to yeah, side I... jab take a crap on the movie they didn't more. miss that anything yeah. oh that's okay no yeah. i mean that's the thing i know that's, that's why i'm not really all stressed about because you know i kind of remembered what happened and it was like oh yeah i'm, I'm good so, All right, so in that case, which one of you two's next? I'm gonna throw it over the J real fast. I want to hear your score out of ten popcorn kernels, Jay. Out of ten popcorn kernels, I honestly. So I said at the before we went live that the score you all give it is gonna be the highest it gets all night. That's mm-hmm. what my comparison to me. So I'm not doing this to be to like spitefully prove my point. It's just I legitimately don't think it deserves the half point that Dev given gave it. So I'm going to give it a three, even for pretty much the same reasons uh, that Dev stated. On top of just because I looked back at some of the movies that released in 2007, <laughs> and better CGI was possible. Mm-hmm. And the with budget the budget was in the cast, <laughs> and with the budget, yeah, that's the thing. With the budget that was put into this movie, like you misallocated, and so I am giving it, I'm giving it a three based, based on that. I'm aware that good movies have survived on 
quality of CGI that was like that and have been good, but they've had value for other reasons. And this movie just had none of those reasons, honestly. So, three even. Okay. Are you aware that Aragon is showing on the on the thing? Is it? Yep. Oh, I yep. must hit a button. Whoops. All right. <laughs> Steven? Uh, I... What a... What a poster you pick for that, by the way. Shh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Golden Compass. You, Dev, gave same score as Dev. Honestly, three and a half. Like, all right, so that means overall and rounded score with Jay is all 3.5 yeah. to round up. Like, it, so, this, that's funny. Yeah, this movie was just kind of bad. And normally I try not to do low scores like this, but there was nothing keeping me entertained. I mean... If the yeah, movie this, was you have bad, not gone under a three this year, by the way. No, I have not. If the I movie also have barely gone over a nine, so or an eight. I mean, here's the thing: if the movie was bad, but it had a lot of stuff happening, like even from like you know from a comedic standpoint, like would have earned would have earned a higher score in my opinion. But it just doesn't have it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna have us move on then, unless anyone in chat here. Has any questions? But uh, I I don't think anyone in chat here has any questions today, except for Dev, who's about to type one. <laughs> Who the uh, fuck are these losers? I see. Just a bunch of losers is all. I don't know. Some guys who think they're funny. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. All right. He's a dork. I'm some fucker, and that's um. I don't know. I apparently look like a dad. <laughs> According to who did it? Level? Uh, no, that was uh, LaBelle. LaBelle, La yeah. LaBelle, yeah. Last week was like, Jay looks like he's a dad and wandered in and wondered why the computer was on. <laughs> <laughs> or something along that line. And I'm like, damn it, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> hey! My, own w my wife just laughed at that and went, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, next so. movie. We're moving on here. We're going to talk about everybody's absolute favorite movie that no one has any complaints about at all. Aragon. Excuse me while I go vomit. Okay. Aragon came out December 15th, 2006, about an hour and 45 minutes uh, with director uh, Stefan Fangmeier um, with a budget of $100 million. U.S. opening. 23 million US gross 75 million cumulative worldwide 25 million 2500 million 250 million Jesus Christ I'm about to say try God. again 250 million worldwide at least it made its budget back it made double its budget and almost three times its budget but I can I start this out with my story with sure. this movie have at it so me and my dad and my brother we would sit us on the bed we would lay down we would all read the book together, right? As a father does, you know. A, he would make us read parts of it too to make us read. Um, but, you know, it was moments to engage with your father. So when we heard that the movie was coming out, we were excited because the Harry Potter yeah. movies were great. Absolutely. And then we went, we, we, were, we were on a road trip from Washington down to Arizona from where we lived. This was 2006. I was first year of middle school, Dev. We were going up on a road trip to Washington, coming back down. Um, we stopped in the hometown that we grew, lived in before Arizona. 
went to the theater that we went to numerous occasions. Sat down. Everything seemed exactly how we remember it when we left. Movie played. We leave. And as we're leaving, I'm like, that wasn't good. And my dad's like, no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so... 2006 so sophomore year for me or no that would have been freshman just so uh me and my best friend uh were dropped off at the theater and we're like you know we're excited because it's a you know best friends hangout we're gonna go watch an awesome movie that we've read these awesome books for and it's gonna be great and then we see the movie. Ah, uh, the level of disappointment that I felt that day. <laughs> like the only perk of the entire thing was that one, my best friend was suffering with me. And two is that we got to hang out for a weekend after this happened. Like, can you imagine having a great weekend and then this is like your highlight, right? Like oh. you're going to cap the weekend with seeing something like that. Like, you know, some people did that, right? Like this is one of these movies to where that's like, yes, we're going to do this whole thing. And then we're going to see Young this. audiences were ready. It's going to be, it's going to be a great time. Right. And then you see it. And the thing is, what's really sad is like, I can see where some people could possibly enjoy this movie. Good for you. You know, find it, find enjoyment wherever you get it. But if you but know the source material, it's nothing to be found here. Yeah, and then to which, okay, so I'm assuming it's safe bed. Well, I want to get this out of the way now before we continue on any further with the details of the movie. Is we all pretty much, like it's safe to say where our thoughts lie on this movie as of now. If you didn't read the books, honest, just yes or no, no reasons given, do you think you would think at least a little better of the movie. Yes or no? A fun fact. Steven I, hasn't read the books. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this perfect. Been, this has been a topic of... Con uh, perfect. This is great, actually, because I've <laughs> yes. actually never met anybody who has watched this movie, movie and has not read... <laughs> what is... So, what is uh, your opinion on just the general... As, we'll get into details with, later, Steven. With film um, knowledge as well. <laughs> yeah. So, watching this movie... I thought it was bad. Have you watched it before? Yeah. Okay. Rewatching this movie. This is the second or third time I've watched this movie. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, it's a dragon movie. It does things. <laughs> like I didn't think it was anything super amazing to phone home about. And like Dev knows, I usually write a lot of notes. I don't know if you guys can see how many notes I wrote. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> about this movie? No, no, the title's up there, yeah. Oh, I think like you counted the title. I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. About this so what what notes did you put about this movie? This Just note? Uh the 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 notes I put in this movie, I wrote the one scene that I actually kind of liked was let him die with pride like a dragon rider. That one I kind of okay. liked. Okay. Um only because I felt like it was the most emotionally impactful scene in the whole movie. That being 100%. That being said, though, it wasn't it set up to be extremely emotionally impactful. It, like, it, it, it was... Yeah. They cut so much from the book. Oh, yeah. That would make 
so Bronze and Aragon's relationship is is built. This whole fucking thing is fucked from the get go. Okay, I'm yep. gonna. All right, it's okay. I didn't get to my other notes yet. I want to let Steven finish. I want to let Steven finish. No, I want to let Steven finish first. <laughs> okay, yeah. With, like, the Die With Pride part five, I thought was fine. But, yeah, Brom didn't have... Brom and our main character, Aragon, didn't have enough time to have a relationship at all. So there was no real reason to have any emotional loss for him. I must say, that would warrant the whole yeah. let him die with pride scene. Exactly. Like, they were skeptical for him the whole time. And then suddenly, yeah, they have that scene. But the, but the other two things that I wrote down is things that I thought were noteworthy uh, were costumes I thought were good. That was probably the best part of this movie. Okay, okay. I can agree with that. The the design for, like, armors and stuff like that mm -hmm. were actually pretty good. Absolutely. Uh, another thing I wrote down was the music. I actually liked the music, the soundtrack behind it. I thought that was fine. I thought that was where the majority of the mood and the emotion for this movie went. Um, though, thinking about this, I just thought about this, so I guess this is note number four. I felt like they were trying really hard with the cinematography to copy Lord of the Rings. Like yeah, they, they had a lot of those Honestly. big sweeping shots of the whole yes. huge environment, and I was like, "This yeah, is too absolutely. much." And the thing is, what's interesting is like this is—I mean, you can definitely see, you know, uh, where the inspiration was originally drawn from. You know, this, something like this you could definitely compare it to Tolkien from mm -hmm. the source material, and then also it takes a lot of inspiration from it, and also versus. I'm, 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 it's like I'm watching Peter Jackson film another Lord of the Rings movie with some of these, with some of these shots, and it's like, yeah. You made me think about Percy Jackson movies for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that next book club. We're finishing <laughs> off a couple teen dramas. I don't want. I don't. Uh, it was hard enough. Hey Jay, you want to join us for those? I. You notice how every time we have a guest, do, we invite do, do, them back. Do you want me to join you for those? Is the question. Yes, because I haven't read them, so I have no information about that series. Really? I don't know. You should don't get read through that. You should get through that episode and then read the books, and then be infuriated after. <laughs> it's a process. All right. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Hit. All right. Hit me with your rant, Dev. I've got really nothing okay. else to say. <laughs> so this movie's pretty much fucked from the get go. All right. Man, they can't see the hand movements because you're so shallow. Yeah. All right. It's here. There. <laughs> All right. So, like, one of the first major things that happens that just fucks with this movie happens within like the first fifteen minutes, which is really weird that it happens like within the first fifteen minutes. But after. Like it's shortly after the dragon is revealed, and then it just ages. Yeah, that moment I thought oh! was really dumb. In the theater, so, that pissed me off. Yeah, it's not because... how it happens in the book. At no, all. absolutely. So the growth rate of the dragon is quick, but it's not instantaneous. Yeah, but it's, it's not. I'm gonna fly through too. a magic thunderstorm and quadruple because, in size. Because Aragon had to had to earn her trust yes. and had to build that up and it was also he was she wasn't grown enough to ride while Braun and aragon were training because that was part of the like the show progression of time was a yep. how well aragon was training with Braun and getting better with sword work while also safira growing up so part of that like it, 
definition of time, we have no idea how much time has passed because A, Aragon's sword fighting skills does not look like it's changed at all. It's a lot of luck in this movie, yes, which so pisses me the fuck off. Luck. Um, the, uh, like, uh, Murtrag, um, like, he's so much more crucial in the first book than, hey, I'll just get you to the guys. That's all he does in this movie! He saves his life once. He does so much more than that in the book, though. He's he's there. I believe he shows up in the scene with the brawn getting hurt, if I remember correctly, and he's part of how they get out of that situation. He's so much more crucial mm, than I don't. Rem I don't remember. I, was say, I, I definitely feel introduced. Um, either way, Ooh. I can tell he's more important than what he is in this movie. Yeah, so he's, he's an added. In this, yeah, he's yeah, he's an added like he's added into the movie because they needed another excuse to tie in the source material. Mm -hmm. Is essentially what this boils down to. Like, <sighs> if you, and that's the thing. That's when you think about it. Like, okay, another example. I'm so glad that you haven't read the books yet. You really need to after this. But okay, um, don't give me more homework. I only please. read through the first one. I you, will admit that. I, I mean, whenever you know, whenever's convenient <laughs> for you. But it's definitely it's a good read. You know. Uh, Murtrak comes in. Did you feel at any point like he had a cool little multi shot with the bow and in, in, in the big fight? Was right? there a multi shot? Was, I didn't even see that. that. Was yeah, that was his moment <laughs> of glory. Like, That's he, he freaking, That was his moment. Of, which, as a side note, like bows were not his thing in the book, but just you know, whatever. No, it wasn't. And I, I, I didn't really much care at that point, but he had his little glimpse of glory apart from that moment did he seem important to you at all steven this is like no i mean honest honest opinion not right? really no like no, i could tell he's he... a character he was one of those characters that i was like yep he was in the book but has no importance to this version of the story <sighs> right and that's the thing it's like the only semblance of importance that he has to me personally is because he was in the books and and that's it that's that's honestly it and um the same um another thing i mean you want to know I, someone else who i thought who could be considered pointless in this movie obviously who galbatorix oh who yeah the king the he evil cut off. King. oh yeah hmm. He did not where need to be in this movie he, at all. He had like one scene he where he two. was actually by the way, played by John. Oh no, Malcolm. he did have two. Yeah, the beginning of the movie and the end two, of the movie. Three. No, he had one in the middle where he talks That's to right. um, Durza. Oh, he's talking uh, to Durza, and he's like, "Dude, Robert Carlyle, well, God, I love dragon, that guy. bitch." <laughs> um, he's talking to yeah, he's talking to Durza. Yeah, uh, we do have a Marvel connection, oh by God. the way, because I what? forgot. Yes, the man who fucking shows up in everything. And then when I see him, I'm like, wait, you were in this too? Um, and I, I care about his name. Uh, Dijom uh, Hassan's, uh, Hoso, mm -hmm. Hoso, um, who was in Guardians of the Galaxy and in um, Captain Marvel as Korath. Who? When Star-Lord does the thing, he's like, yeah. Star-Lord. Who? Yeah, he's in this. He's the uh, dude who's leading the uh, resistance. Yeah, and I saw him walk in. I'm like, 
Oh shit! Yeah, he's the. You're in this. Oh my god! Yeah. But also a character that's that. not needed in this movie. I mean, he's a king in that one. Like he's. I don't think that's ever explained in the movie no, either. No, he's not that's... a king in the movie. He's never explained. Yeah, no. He's just the leader of the resistance, pretty much. Yeah, that dude's a freaking king, and he has a daughter who is all... who I think actually does not have a part. In the movie, no, no she does. I she think shows that up. The girl who shows up and escorts yes. Aragon for a second is supposed she to be his daughter. One, one That's her only thing. thing. Mm -hmm. ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Steven, mm -hmm. uh, you want to see Dev triggered? I get to see it almost every week, man. It's not, I, I get to push the right buttons. <laughs> you get to push the right buttons. Oh, Hang on. Going. Before we do, before we want to get too much deeper into this conversation. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Um, do we want to like, we've talked about this movie for about 15 minutes and we want to give our ratings. Yeah, and I was about then, to say uh, that way we can actually deep dive into the spoilers. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's actually, that's actually fair. I will hand handing out the popcorn kernels. Okay. You decide who goes first. I'll go first this time because see, this is one of those weird instances where I would almost, because I haven't seen the book, I feel like I definitely would give it a higher rating. However, because I gave the Golden Compass such a low rating, I like I feel like it has to be somewhere close to that because these movies were very much on par to me. I, I would say this one's probably a little worse, so give me a three. It, and it's literally only because I like normally I think if I haven't given the Golden Compass such a low rating, I probably would have given this one maybe a four or five. But the Golden Compass is not worse I... than this movie. So I have to I have to think a little bit here. Because we we award the kernels based on the merits of the movie. Mm -hmm. Well, at least that's that. my goal. You, it's your personal. Well, you get to rate this movie however you want to. No, Me, and I understand. I give personal I, vote. And I understand that. And I like to try to keep a middle ground here of that's like what. Now that being said, um, if you know Stevens is going on the basis of what he gave the golden compass i can also do that and i am giving this movie a 2.5 like because between the two i will willingly watch golden compass again before i watch that and but just from having having no clue of the source material, which is kind of hard to do, but like honest examination of it, the plot is sped up beyond all reason. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There has never been a dragon in any lore, media, whatever that has instagrowed. So the fact that there are blatant excuses for plot progression throughout, especially the freaking like it's a magical lightning storm that came out of nowhere. And now yeah. it's 80 times its original size. So. The fact that the Urgles, who granted had a funny name in the first place, so they didn't have that going for them, but they have less going for them in this movie, were basically supposed to look like jacked-up orcs on steroids 
to make way for the cull who are like the ste- who are like those guys on steroids never happened i'm aware that's book things but it's like the, these are like some of the goofiest monsters in any sort of fiction that i've ever seen in my entire life Durza, his menacing felt forced. I didn't really like. He had this nice shadow bat, but as far as him, also, also, also his makeup changes partway through. Yes, it does. Yeah, I know. It's part. Also, it's CG makeup too, by the way. If you didn't know. Oh no! Wonder <laughs> was worse. <laughs> oh wow! Now, again, and this is kind of basing off source material, which I said I'm not going to try to do, but I can't really help myself because the way Durza was written, like. He is unparalleled in combat. Like, he didn't need the Shadow Bat, basically. The Shadow Dragon, whatever you want to call it. Mm. He didn't need it. Like, the king of the Resistance, or the leader of the Resistance in the books, is said to have scratched the blade of his sword. Like, that is supposed to be, like, bragging rights to the freaking extreme. Like, that's how fearsome of a combatant Durza is. Yeah, this guy just looked like a punk in makeup. I mean... Especially with the ending line that he gives, like, uh, what Aragon gives him that was, I expected more. Like, I know it's supposed to be poetic in the fact that it's like Aragon growing up and advancing and developing as a person. And that's just what he heard a lot as a character. But that's not really explained very well in the movie. And it just and then it just feels very appropriate, though, for this, because this is a I expected more. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100 percent. I mean, hell, I expected more of this whole freaking movie. But yes, two and a half. And I think that's just for the simple fact of there are some redeeming qualities to this movie. Stephen pointed out the soundtrack. I am a I love music i love the way music inspires moods and feelings and all that stuff so i love that i'll give it i'll give it for that costume design i'm still a little iffy on aragon's outfit myself as far as when he when he gets the armor that's not the way i kind of imagined it in my head you uh, mean when aragon went to helden's deep and got refitted yeah more or less <laughs> um when he did that um as a side note, doors didn't have near enough screen time, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, and yeah, you just. So yeah, two and a half. Oh. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to preface this with one thing. Okay. I would rather watch Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution again <laughs> before I ever watch this God forsaken piece of shit adaptation okay oh, wow i'm sorry it has none of the heart which is such a crucial thing for me it's why i railed into man of steel okay because it didn't have the heart of what makes superman superman in man of steel this movie might as well have taken a fucking defecating shit all over the fucking book to make this movie why but my other preface is if i had to choose between this and death note <laughs> I would choose Aragon. Okay. (laughs) That's it. I feel like nothing can surpass Death Note. Death Note was just bad. All right. So that means I'm giving it a one. It's under where I put Dragon Ball Z Evolution, but it's above where I put Death Note. Wow. Okay. That is why I'm giving it this rank. Okay. Because it is rank. 
which means it it's pretty ranked. casual. Normal score is a two, but overall with Jay becomes a two point five. All right. See, and that's you know, and it doesn't deserve the two point five, honestly. <laughs> Hey, I mean, we rated it lower than what Metacritic gives it. I'm not gonna... <laughs> 38 on Metacritic. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Right. I'd hate to see a one by them. Okay. So let's move on here. We're Hit the spoiler button, please. Let's get ready to spoiler! Oh, so much more affected when my effect works. Oh, There's <laughs> so much... What to talk about first, honestly? We already kind of went into some of it with Safira's <laughs> growth. God, um, dude, it still just pisses me off. It, so, you know how much this pisses me off? I got one of my favorite aunts. One of my favorite aunts that I have in my life. She bought this movie on DVD for me for Christmas without realizing. Because she thought, because she knew that relative, my dad read the book. A, a relative bought me the DVD, too. <laughs> that, that DVD stayed in its plastic until I sold it. Well, Ours stayed in its plastic, too, until um, we moved out of the house we grew up in. Steven knows what house that is. Mm -hmm. When we moved out of there, it vanished. I don't know if it ended up in with my mom's stuff or if it genuinely got lost. But I don't know what happened to it. And it hurts me a little bit that I'm not heartbroken that it's missing because it's from my favorite, one of my favorite haunts. And it's just like, oh, man. I it's don't want to feel bad. It's gone. Well, let's be real. Let's be real. The favorite aunt asked about something you were interested in saw that and was like perfect they'll never know and they'll never care whether or not you still have that movie yeah it's just... now so i mentioned earlier steven mm -hmm. that i had a fun way to trigger dev and considering his reaction so far i'm thinking this is yeah hit me. i really hope i'm really hoping he doesn't disappoint me here but, uh, Stephen, what did you think of Aragon's potential love interest, Aria? Aria. Aria. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. <laughs> Aria was very confusing to me. Because from what we see in the movie, she's... Like, I almost at one point thought, she, like, I'm going to guess... Like it's love interest maybe, but I feel like it could all it could be like a, a like a Star Wars Luke and Leia thing where it's his sister, <laughs> like that's kind of where no, my mind was going at even. one point. Uh, not even. <laughs> but oh, actually, man. in the book though, she's a little bit more Princess Leia and actually does shit from time to time and doesn't just fucking Leia the entire fucking time. <sighs> yeah, like this movie, she she doesn't do anything Fuck. except for teleport the egg to our main character. And yep. this uh, is the one accurate thing they do. And then yep. somehow they're connected through their dreams. Somehow. I don't know how or why, so, except to give exposition. You know, what's funny is that they never mention it, but of the magic that she can do and of the magic that's actually really prevalent throughout the movie, it's all about protection of the mind. Mm -hmm. And so Basically, when she was captured, she was tortured. She was basically rendered unconscious, but her mind was still active. This is quoting from the book, very much paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. um, and so Arion, who is just kind of learning the ropes of the mind thing, thinks, again, strictly in the book, that, hey, uh, maybe I can reach out to her telepathically. And 
the as the way the book writes it is like the feeling of an ice cold dagger being stabbed into him is how he was greeted by her mm. and essentially is like i mean her body is moving she is still the body is still she cannot move as of right now but in her mind she's like who do you think you are basically like going like she is tough of assertive not to be messed with and gives not one of those damn vibes or qualities in this movie. Yeah, not at all. She's a damsel in distress in this movie. She's not. Yep. She because she's a, she's a Leia archetype in the book, which is fine because that's a strong character. Yeah, are you a little char for a stormtrooper? Only on a little bit of steroids. <laughs> like I mean, mm-hmm. plus it, to me it was confusing too because I did notice that her powers seem to be like mind related. Especially at the point where she like touches his head and tells him where to meet the Vardens in the movie. But at the same time, I was, I also was like, why is this possible? Because they explain that to be able to do magic in this movie, you have to be able to speak the ancient language, but she's not speaking at all when she taps his head and does the magic shit. So, yep. (laughs) Well, guess what? This movie is too long while being too short because the length of this movie is for those fucking stupid Lord of the Rings shots while not explaining the rest of the fucking world. That's what the whole fucking training stuff with Bronn was for. Bronn would teach Aragorn how to do shit, would explain the world because Aragorn is just a stupid farm boy. Yeah, so rather rather yeah! than rather than extensive training in detail, he gets a vocabulary lesson of various items. You see them stick fight what? Yeah, I was about to say they stick fight once, and then they he get then vocabulary learned, lessons. What did what did he get? He got he got Brazinger. He got the word for plant. He got tree branch and, and eyes dragon signs. Yeah, and it was just. And okay. what's interesting? Okay, I tell you another thing. Um, the fight with the Razak. That was something oh I wanted to talk about too. Yeah. God. Hang on, Stephen first because he hasn't seen it. I, I want I want to get. I want to get the unbiased, as unbiased as we can get, version of this. So I need. Uh-huh. Go, go. I, I, I need. I need. I need, <laughs> I need you no. to, to tweak the pressure dial just a little bit. Let you're, him go. You're, you're at a nine. We need a seven. <laughs> I go. Well, I want to see how long he stays that. I want to see how long he stays that way. So the the main problem that I have with these people is there's they're. Uh, alluded to being very aggressive very like intimidating and daunting enemies and it makes it feel like they should be the final boss of this when they are not and they kind of just disappear and fuck off at one point in this movie uh i understand that the fight happened but i feel like they're being chased by a bunch of them and then they crash and then not they're not chased anymore yeah so those bad guys just decide, oh, we're not needed for the plot anymore. We'll see you later. So uh, I, they, they were very disappointing, and I wanted to ask, like, are they supposed to be more menacing? Not because... disappointing. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, quote me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it a Razak <laughs> that uh, kills Bron? The Razak is fat- is the one that fatally stabs uh, Bron. Yeah. <sighs> you mean it wasn't Urza doing a magic lesson? <laughs> Oh wait, that's another yeah. spell that I think. Because in the in the fight, because in the fight, if I'm if I'm if I'm correct in the fight, 
against the Razak, uh, basically Aragon like overexerts himself, and Braun basically has to save him, and ends up getting wounded because of it. And I believe that's when uh, Prince Boy shows up and like assists to get them out of it. But they have that conversation not with Princess, but with those two being like, "Hey, let's bury him," <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the thing that really bugs me, just as a side note, about Brahm's burial is um, the magic that Safira does to the place he's buried is never mentioned. No, yeah, that's something I thought was stupid, too. She's like, she encases him in ice or something. No. Diamond. Diamond, okay. Diamond. It's supposed to be diamond. Okay, because it was like, she can't breathe fire, but she could do something to turn all the rocks surrounding him into diamond without changing him at all. So now, and so magic. Yeah, that was well, like magic. Now what's funny though is like that's actually one of those it's just magic kind of moments that was in the book. Like dragons are pretty powerful. Like magic, they're like magic conduits basically. Yeah, and like that's what that's what ultimately what made dragon riders so dangerous is among other reasons is like with their assistance like you can. They can they can do magic beyond their normal ability, uh, and so the dragons themselves can do magic like to like an extent, like they can affect certain things. But she's still young; she don't. She just kind of did it off instinct, mm -hmm. and so that's what the movie tried and ultimately failed to convey: is that yeah, it was it's instinctual, it's instinctual and heartfelt more than just oh here I got this in my back pocket, let me just uh, pull this out here. And even the way they talked about it in the movie itself, like, who will remember him? Because of you, everyone will remember him. Thousands will know his name. And then my thought was, are they going to make a month? Like, is his dead body encased in diamonds going to be like a tourist trap in 100,000 years? <laughs> and then people stop by to be like, oh, look at this. This is Plymouth <sighs> Rock. This is where our nation was made. <laughs> yep. And as a side note, uh, between the significance of Brom and Safira, like oh my when, god when uh aragon is asking brahm about the dragon riders in the book um he mentions several riders and the names of their dragons um and he mentions Safira with emphasis the last one like almost like mesmerized so Safira was the name of brahm's dragon mm. Not a hint of it in this movie. Nope. Not a bit. Not a not a single bit. And the thing is, so to people who would think it unfair that we draw so much comparison from a book versus to the movie. You see, like you've seen but you've seen the movie and not read the book. However, like there are details that lack. No, yeah. Like, don't there get me wrong. plenty of plot elements that make absolutely zero sense. You even? The, 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 the discussion between, like, plot, like, source material and movie is something that me and Dev actually have very often. Because I personally try to rate the movie based off of only the movie. And, right. uh, but if I know the source material, I, I take that into critique. Because yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. So that's when we get situations like Man of Steel. When I gave Man of Steel like an eight, because based off of the movie and how they portray Superman, I thought I, he was pretty fine. Like I actually, you know, and knowing and like knowing source material of Superman too, um, 
I actually kind of enjoyed Man of Steel as well. But he has like, no Superman's heart. Is my problem with that entire thing? Dude, There's no like. What mo- in, a mo- in, in that movie? When does Superman do something that Superman would have done? What he There's would this- have done? Yes. Name a moment when Superman does something Superman would have done. Outside of Lois. He does Lois a lot. <laughs> well, I, I mean saving Lois. That's common. There's a scene where an oil tanker is thrown. And instead of Superman catching it to stop it from blowing up in a parking garage behind him, he just floats over it. That's not very Superman. I mean... That's, situationally speaking, you know, here's the thing, like, in the DC universe, that man is, like, so overpowered that, you know, parking garage could have been empty. We have, we don't know that. We know there's people in there. We know there's people, like, throughout the city, and that's the other thing that I think, so, we're not talking about these movies, but I'll say this much, is, like, to make the movies... I think, as far as the DC stuff goes, and the Marvel for that matter, it's like to make them compelling and at least to show like a form of like progression and like direness. Like these guys from the comics need to be put in some sort of box. Oh, because well, yeah, but like as an example, that like you don't see, you don't, you won't see the carnage in the aftermath of a Superman Doomsday fight or a Superman Zod fight in the comics because like he'll like redirect it somehow like very rarely is it done and i think that's honestly a matter of convenience versus a matter of what this guy can actually do well my counter to that is superman saves people i mean i get it and the entire fight with zod superman doesn't do a take a moment to not destroy the the things around him he just attacks zod and fights and destroys everything around him which makes Batman's compelling argument against him actually work, in my opinion, Batman v Superman. But again, I taking it completely out of context, I still wanted to see that universe come to fruition with Justice League being Zack Snyder's vision. Because, it, I mean, at least it had some interesting things. I'm not, I don't shit relentlessly on Man of Steel. I don't like it. But I do find it interesting in its own ways. Aragon, on the other hand, has <laughs> none of the heart, none of the soul that the book has, Nothing that makes it nearly connect other than the beginning and some names. And it just shits on what it was. It really honestly, like from a movie perspective, trying to look at it just from from a movie perspective, this is a movie that rather than introducing you to a world that you didn't know, just kind of dropped you into the middle of it and said, figure it out. And... That can work. That works can, with Star Wars. I like that kind of stuff, honestly. Yeah, but like, there was there was no time to figure it out. That was the other thing. It's like one, you were yeah. on just this horribly short clock. I mean, again, just even as even not knowing the extensiveness of the training, when you get to the part where it's like, oh, Razinger means fire, such and such means plant, blah da 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 da, Dragon Vision. And not only that, but he just learned the words, and like in movie time, like ten to fifteen minutes later, uh, they were fighting the Razak, and he hangs yeah. one of them with the vine using a word he just heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the whole like magic uses you, like uses up energy thing, wasn't a problem in this movie after the first Brazinger attack. It wasn't. Yeah, he uses Brazinger to explode an arrow one time, 
passes and... out, and then the rest of the movie he doesn't pass out again until he tries to heal Seraph, uh, Safira. Safira. Safira, yeah. Though, I hate it. That, I hate this movie. That too. Also, what kind of asshole? I don't care who you are, but if a dragon rider is like, how's my dragon? Your first response is going to be, well, sometimes people die. But not yeah. this time. <laughs> you know, funny enough, yeah. and that's the thing, and obviously there was no such dialogue when he pat when he wakes up uh, from that either. And here's what's interesting, though, is... Again, going back to source material, Murtog and Aragon like are basically like brothers at the end. Um, they went through a movie, lot of shit. In this movie, they force it, but in the books, it's like no, like they they grow to to love and rely on each other as brothers to the point to where Durza gave him a scar down his back, gave Aragon a scar down his back, and Murtog carries a similar scar. And it's basically like, hey, looks like you're looks like you're more like me now. Okay. Also, him, you know? and those two, and Arya, like they they pretty much carried Arya all the way there. It yep. was pretty much those two that did it. Um, like I don't know, man. It's just there's so much that angers me. Cause I mean, like if I remember correctly, do they save Arya before Bronn or after Bronn dies? Uh, book. Ooh. No, in the book, I have no idea. <laughs> it's been a while since I've read it, so I got it. I got I want. I feel like it was after. I can't remember 100. percent I don't remember, and so I'm not. I'm. I'm just gonna leave it at that because I actually, I actually do not remember. It just pisses me off that Durs is the one to kill Braun, too. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, it was a. It's like you don't build up because that's the thing. Like the the Razak build up. So that when Aragon does beat them, it feels earned because it's like, holy shit, they took out Bronn, and now Aragon's strong enough to take out them. But Durza's stronger than them. Damn. It's like fucking Dragon Ball, dude. You don't immediately, you don't have Frieza be the first person to kill someone. You had Dodoria. And then you build to Frieza. Yep. Just that simple. And even in this, Durza wouldn't even be Frieza. Because this franchise continued like they had planned with the cutting of the map and Eldest being behind there. Oh, that was the Which dragon's was so name? James. Eldest? I think it's Eldrist? Eldrist? No. Uh, I thought that dragon's name was the second title. Or is that a different no. person in the series? I never uh, read the second book when I was younger. Hang on a minute. Uh, da -da 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 -da. I believe his dragon's name is Thorn, but let me check. Oh, what a cool name. Uh, yeah, he uh, rides the Red Dragon Thorn. Why was it called Eldrist? Eldest. Eldest. So here's the thing. If you haven't read the... That's actually... It's a major spoiler, actually. Oh, okay. It's a major spoiler as to why it's called Eldest. Because it's the oldest dragon ever bought! <laughs> but uh, he... Uh, but yeah, so... And in fact, the slight spoiler is, is that you're not even supposed to know that Murtaugh has a dragon, but here we are talking about him. So... I uh, too, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just like... Ah, this just there are. So, and also another thing to mention uh, of a character that was briefly, briefly shown in the movie, uh, not significant at all, but very significant in the books was the dwarf king Hrothgar, who was not sized properly. Number one, does that have to do and... with the staff? 
and the beard. Yeah. What the? F he's the dwarf. Yeah, he's supposed to be a dwarf. <laughs> what the fuck? Supposed to be a dwarf. Yeah. Oh and, uh, God. You want to talk about you want to talk about missed opportunity as far as fight scenes go? It's written in the book that he's fighting like among crowds of Urgles and Cole, and at one point picks up a spear from the ground, chucks it, impales through four and sticks in the fifth. I mean, come on. No, he gets saved he, by a triple arrow. Yeah. No, instead of this, he's like trying to fend off several. Like, this dude was monster strong, and he's just... Nope. Because the main character is Aragon. Gosh. Only he can have super amazing powers. This movie's dreadfully boring. <laughs> it's so... Like, let's count how many stereotypical medieval fantasy tropes that it follows. Do we have like, enough fingers for that? I don't, I don't know, but we're going to find out. <laughs> the number one, we have the chosen hero who starts off dumb but rapidly gets intelligent and knows his place. We have... Reluctant hero. We have the reluctant hero... We have the old mentor, hmm. who is a, who is also a veteran. So we'll we'll count that. We'll actually count that as two. We have damsel in distress. We have the damsel in distress. We have the fast friend, and Murtog for no reason. We have the fast relationship development, which we're just going to count that as one because if we count that as separate, that would be way too many. <laughs> also, uh, you have one of the main characters, quote unquote main characters, is related to the evil. True. Um, you have there's a resistance hidden somewhere, and you need to find it. Yep. You have a massive army who inevitably finds the place that has been hidden up until the main character showed up. You have the um the overpowered hunting class of enemies. Um, yep. which shows up in certain stuff. Nazgul. I know. Like honestly, every in my mind's eye, man, that's actually how that's way more how I picture the Razak in my head versus what they appeared in the movie. Well, in the book, they also describe them as having like bugs and stuff on them, but they're not. Well, so like the cave, but and they do have hoods. Yeah, and it's like you can only briefly glimpse their faces, and it's almost like they had like beaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had beaks. Yeah, these things had beaks. Weird... They're supposed to. <laughs> these things are like these things suck bone marrow. Oh, <laughs> like they're people, supposed to be scary, Stephen. There's there's one of the books um where like people like people from Aragon's home village were called into uh because the Razak actually go back to kind of take control of that town. Okay. Uh, with the with the king's forces, and like there's a part. Where like several people had been called into the to this place where the Razak are, and they hear screams and no one ever comes back out and they have no clue what happened, and then later on bones are found with bite marks. So it's like, yeah, I mean these guys are written very well to inspire fear and dread. That's not and what happened in this movie. No, not no. at all, dude. Like, and not only that, but they're not just la they're not just semi-intelligent, semi-satient hissing things. Like, they talk. Like, they? the screams were from interrogations. Like, they were looking for Aragon is essentially what it was. And 
there's a part where I'm going to spoil a little bit because I think it's too cool not to talk about. Aragon fights him in one of the books and inevitably and pretty much beats him. And there's like, they're like, wait, before you kill us, grant us this one wish. And they're like, what could I possibly give you? And essentially like sing of us in, in your songs from this day on, let people know the terror that we once represented basically. And I'm like, damn, that is good. (laughs) (laughs) They were scary in the books. Oh, they were terrifying, dude. Like, and what's uh, funny, and that's the thing too, is like they also, you know what? No, I'm not gonna. There's so much other stuff. I might reread these books now because I'm <laughs> so excited talking about it now. Honestly, Sam. If one so thing, funny. if one good thing has arisen from talking about this shit movie, it's you know the source material is great. <laughs> Seriously, dude, like the source material is fun. There's four books in the series too. Yes. Yes. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aragon, Eldis, Gladir, and I honestly forget the fourth one. Is it Thorn? No. Because <laughs> the third one's the gold cover, and then the well, fourth that's one. Fourth yeah, one was, fourth third one was Gladir. Was the fourth one in a like a teal? If I remember correctly. Hang on. Uh, we have Inheritance. Is the fourth one? What color book cover was it? I'm sorry, and it's Brazing Year, not Gladir. Uh, we're talking like a greenish, greenish teal. Hey, I remember that. So yeah, we have Aragon, who which was published in two thousand two, Brisinger in two thousand eight. I'm sorry, Aragon two thousand two, Eldest two thousand five, Brisinger two thousand eight, Inheritance two thousand eleven. See, one problem I already have just with the titles of this stuff is why is Inheritance not the name of one of the characters? Like that's what they've called every other book before that was the name of one of the characters. No, uh, so I don't remember the connection of Brazinger with the third book, uh, but there is so Aragon is the, is the titular is the titular hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eldest is a very very important plot point, and it 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 kept you guessing like what what the heck is Eldest? Uh, and yeah, and, and inheritance and stuff. I actually I don't have a clue. Again, I actually haven't read that one. It turns out that you are actually it, my I can never son. Find the book. <laughs> also, yeah, there's the mom plot in this too. That just like that's why I thought the she was the sister. Yeah, that's honestly nope. why I thought she was the sister because it was like, is that why my mom left? Your mom left because she was in a hurry. It's like, well, does that mean you have a long lost relative out there somewhere that we need to start looking for, other than your mother? What's really funny about? Oh man, there's so much shit I could talk about, but I can't. Because well, if we ever actually do the book club podcast coming soon, um, <laughs> are we really? No, is no. that a thing? I was about to say they haven't told me any of this, folks. <laughs> I mean, it's I an accurate joke, though. Dev loves making more podcasts. I've heard about it. You know, honestly, I feel like <laughs> if we did book club stuff like actual books, I feel like we would get, it would be one of these review. It would be one of our review podcasts that we would on average, get pissed off less at. At least I would. I'm not sure about that because well, what we're reading. That's true. And knowing us, we'd probably intentionally pick some God awful books. 
On the occasion, we'd have to, right? I mean, I feel like we... I don't know. To be determined as to how we would pick the subject matter, but... Coming soon, everybody! <laughs> oh, I really hope not. <laughs> Alright, yeah. alright. I don't think there's much more we can talk say, about this movie. Movie-wise? There's not. To, to, to turn a phrase, we have... Is the, the oh, dead out of the dead horse. Quick question. Yes. Is the smoke dragon bat even in the book? No. I don't think it was. No. So there are some there is something that I think they meant to be similar to it. So they they meant this bat to be something similar to that was in the books if they even researched that far or they're just like it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Durza is like a demon and so he needs a big shadow bat thing. So we're just going to give him one. Um I mean, yeah, there's this because... filled with demons. Well, I mean, the <laughs> thing is, so like, towards the end. The thing is, I mean, Durza is so powerful to the point he didn't need an equal size mount to Safira to deal punishment. Like I stress again, he didn't need the help. Didn't at all need it. it. But they gave it to him. It's so we can have power... two dragons fighting in the Aragon movie. Dude, all I'm saying dragon. is two dragons fighting in a movie does not always work out well. See Dragon Wars. There's also, if you want to see two things of the same fighting that doesn't work well, uh, watch Venom. <laughs> or hell, Golden Compass. Oh yeah, there you go. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah, let's move on. I think we're, I think we're done beating this dead horse. Good God, we've almost been live for an hour and a half. How long was this pertaining to freaking Erica? Uh, about an, an hour. hour. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Dev, hit the news button. Hmm. Perfect. We're in the news. <laughs> Isn't really? that such an easy section uh, transition? I think he needs to turn the volume up on it. <laughs> it was a little quiet, but. It's okay. my sampler part. I can fix that. Hold on. No, you don't need to be louder. It's fine. Give me a second. I yeah. can fix that. <laughs> I can fix that real quick. Don't worry. Uh, Steven's not going to have me back on anymore. <laughs> um, no, you're always welcome. Where is that Honestly, on? I like having more people on the show. Um, it gives us more uh, different conversations and places to go into. I mean, other than the fact that you essentially took over being the host, especially during the second half of the show. But it I don't think I took over being the host. I'm just the very, I'm the consultant. So, so you were definitely guiding the contest. Dev, we heard you the second time. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh... uh... You know, technically, you could just mute him in your conversation, and we can go on. That's true. I could. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I'm breaking up. I'll mute you in this conversation. All right, now he's muted. So I can have to be. I've muted him. I can't hear him. I don't know what's going on. Uh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. All right, you're back. <laughs> so, uh, news, wrap-up stuff. Um, talking about things that's I'm going to, I'm also going to bring back a different segment that we haven't done in a little bit. Well, that's the segment, but I want to talk about things that have caught my attention in the news lately. Uh, first one, just to get out of the way. Have you heard of Amber Heard? 
have Yui? Yes. We've talked about her on several occasions, mm-hmm. her and Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And how she's a lying woman who uh, has okay, ruined Johnny I'm just going to preface their whole thing with both of them are fucked up. Yes, they are. Neither of them are innocent, nope. in my opinion. But apparently in this situation, only one is a lying bitch. <laughs> well, Depp is not going to get any like sympathy from me on, on all of this either. Both oh, of them are awful to each other. But, yeah. But only one of them is getting kicked out of Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And the other one still has a career. Yeah. Because there are lines that Depp has yet to cross. So. No, Depp's the one kicked out. Yeah, Depp doesn't have a career anymore. Oh, really? And Depp got kicked out. Oh, the, uh, not... Fantastic Beasts movies. Yeah, he's been asked to retire from the Fantastic Beasts while Amber Heard is being reshot for some Snyder Cut film and also for Aquaman 2. Oh. Hmm. I heard that went the other way. Nope. I mean, for a little while, it was looking like it was going to be the other way. Yeah, it's like I was, I mean, I remained skeptical of the whole thing, but it's like. Yeah, what ended up happening is I believe they settled, oh, not settled. They were sent to a UK court. And in that court, it was the judge found in favor of Amber Heard. And because of that, they were um, leaning more negatively against Johnny Depp. Interesting. But if you also look at a lot of the evidence given, it also shows that both of them were just awful to each other. So in my opinion, they should honestly both get equal punishments. Yeah, kind of. Because she was verbally and potentially also physically abusive. You, you don't get the... You, there's no hard evidence that I've seen of the physical, but there is video evidence of her being, like, verbally abusive to him. Yeah, appar- yeah, and apparently the judge ignored that at some point. <laughs> oh, but yeah, because God forbid we actually need hard evidence anymore. Even if he got it, it's not you. So. Both of them are fucked up, and they shouldn't have a career on those franchises until they get their shit together. To be so. quite honest, yeah. Who the hell are they going to have to play Grindelwald now? That's a good question. Just bring back, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin. <laughs> they could have uh-huh. him go back to his original good looking self from the first movie even yeah. though he was somebody else I don't think that would no, work out though because he's supposed to be a different character in that other he's also supposed to be borderline psychotic so it's like but um, could play that. Though, though it does say here that Fantastic Beasts not 3 as... has to restart all it's filming and is not going to be released until July 15th of 2022 wow also, they had filmed with Depp, and then that decision came down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, <laughs> and the other thing, too, about that franchise is with how that would down, work out. They're cutting it down to three movies, so that the last movie on that contract is going to go to uh, The Cursed Child. Yeah, they haven't named what the third movie is going to be Cursed Child yet. get an actual movie now? That's their plan, from what it's so- sounding like. Um, they were just going to keep the stage play and call it good. No, it looks like they'll go with Cursed Child as being the fourth movie in the franchise of post-movies. Um, because A, Fantastic Beast isn't doing well um, after the second Which one. Which sucks, because, I mean, like... The se- Did you see the second one? Yes. Do you think it was good? I enjoyed it. Fuck off. Like, it does. <laughs> the I dev is judgmental. <laughs> so right. am I, but... I, 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 uh, I had... I have fun watching it. Oh, wow. It, like, but I just the, don't care. Uh, it. Well, here's the thing. So, plot point wise, sure, questionable call. 
but I think overall it's just it's just a fun movie. I think it's love potions, man. there were too many plot issues that i had with that movie like they had i mean there are a couple there are definitely a couple plot issues more than a few but i think i think overall like i i I enjoyed it i i enjoyed the the potential that that franchise could give i guess is ultimately why just my opinion is you you throw that movie in there and just starts to mess with so much like mcgonagall being a teacher at that time when she was a kid previously Oh, during that time um she would have been six originally but now she's a teacher i don't even think she was World born yet in... yeah, yeah it was like six years before she was born yeah or something like that maybe it was miss mcgonagall senior um <laughs> not to say i mean like that's the other thing i'm aware that's a weak argument but i'm like you never know like, again but that's why you don't say that's why you just don't do that no, yeah, I agree that there's way too too many questions. You just said Miss McGonagall. Everyone's gonna be like Miss McGonagall? What? Or I mean the whole fucking like love plots of that movie of the uh she's a love good, right? That's what she they were. Are they what are they? The daughter character who like is trying uh... to figure out they're not love goods, are they? I don't remember their name. There's an important name. Um, but I like think, I think that's <laughs> correct. I don't what's the, okay. But like she dies in such a piss poor way. Yeah. That movie. I didn't like that. There's I, just I, that, the more I dissect, the more I dislike. It's like me with Rise will... of Skywalker. Like with what? Rise of Skywalker. The more oh. I dissect, the more I dislike. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, Stephen, what else you got? Okay, other things I want to talk about here. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to talk about. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, a Quiet Place. So, A Quiet Place. You've seen that movie, right, Jay? Yep. Okay, so A Quiet Place has its sequel coming out, A Quiet Place 2. Um, yeah, we had was... um, stuff with that branding on it. It's like Eagles at work. Mm-hmm. When I was going to come out in yeah. March. Yeah, March 20th was when it was originally scheduled to release, but then COVID happened and... Yep, that didn't happen. However, there's as well as talks of Quiet Place Two still coming out. There's now talks of a Quiet Place expanded universe, where they're, they're essentially Already? yeah. Where the idea here is, um, there isn't much known behind this, but what's happening is it's going to be directed by the same director as the first movie and produced by oh. John Krasinski, so the guy who made the Quiet Place idea originally. Uh, but it's going to be a completely different set of characters, but set in the world. And Interesting. Yeah. And the reason I brought that up is because, like Dev said, already there's going to be an expanded universe about this. The only other thing that I could compare this to, expanded universe-wise, would maybe be like Cloverfield Paradox stuff. Or Dark Universe. Mm-hmm. I'm, but the Dark universe, universe, barely, I barely consider that a thing. It's okay, so like, I come from this... I'm kind of getting like this again, just the expanded universe, like different stories, different characters and stuff, but still not the same thing. Like fear the walking dead is kind of where I'm that's that. I get that. Like that was where I was thinking too. And there's well, only, walking dead not show, bad. <laughs> only it's with honestly things that are scarier than any Walker ever. <laughs> Cause honestly, if I have to pick zombie apocalypse or having to fight off the, uh, the things that'll hear me if I sneeze, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the freaking zombies, honestly. <laughs> like ten out of ten times, I'm gonna fight me some zombies. Yeah, like they'll get me wrong. The head, cool, not a problem. Well, I gotta worry about it. it's gonna shuffle to the left on me. Like, yeah, sure, I got that. Zombies are awful, <laughs> but I'd rather fight zombies than much else. Yeah, there's enough rednecks in the world to take care of zombies. I'll say, you just gotta worry about the smell after you're done. <laughs> All right. Uh, next bit of news here that I have to talk about. Uh, we'll start with since we're kind of in the horror world, we'll talk about uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's working on a third horror movie. It doesn't have a title yet. It is scheduled to come out sometime in the year 2022, uh, July 22nd of 2022, by the look of it, actually. And right now. Universal Pictures has uh, is calling it Jordan Peele's Horror Event. But that's all we know. Like, hmm. So I'm interested. Being as he did Get Out and then Us, those being some really good like social horror movies. Also, like when he first started doing horror movies, like, I mean, you, you want to talk about something that just come right out of left field <laughs> to me. I was about to say, to me it makes sense. Like, Having gone and studied schooling that I did, like I focused a lot on horror and then occasionally I learned things about like comedy and things and set up to horror and comedy are pretty similar. It's just the payoff is different. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I could definitely see the mechanic of that. Yeah. Mechanically, they're fairly the same. Because <laughs> I didn't do schooling, but having worked on the other side of haunted houses and things and trying to set that stuff up it's it's still entertainment value but on a different way i love horror so it's always entertaining yeah uh last like we didn't know that already (laughs) shut up uh last bit of news that i have for today um is before we start talking about next week and things um is chris pratt is going to star in a new movie alongside what's his name? Uh, oh, what's his name? Yes, absolutely. And he's done some great movies. He has done some pretty great movies. He's starring alongside Wu Jing in a Russo brother remake of Saigon Bodyguards. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, neither did <laughs> But apparently. <laughs> Apparently, it's a Vietnamese Vietnamese action comedy, which was originally released in 2016, uh, and now is being remade, I guess, six years later in America. So this sounds like one of these cult classic things. That, hey, let's bring it back up to the spotlight and see what happens. I don't, I don't even think it's that. Like Sometimes American Hollywood takes advantage of the fact that Americans don't watch foreign films, so they'll take an idea... From a so they have film. material that's not theirs, and it's like they, they can pass it off as original. That's very yep. fair. Yep. That's very... I have zero trouble believing that <laughs> at all. A lot of movies you've seen have that. Yeah, like, no, it's... Yeah, like The Grudge, very, for one, is a very popular yeah. one. For instance. Uh, uh, the Ring. The Ring. <laughs> I have a bit of... I don't know if you've talked about this yet. I don't know if it's going on over towards your... Like, if you've heard about it. Um... But the deal that AMC theaters are currently offering right now, as what is it right now? You can rent out a theater for oh, hundred yes. bucks. <laughs> like, yeah, we talked about it, but apparently I, I was selected. Like, I think you guys did like 
list of movies that you can rent, like you could do it with. If there's a list, uh, pre-planned, all that, you can't just come in and choose a movie. I um, mean, it would make sense for them to be like a like a set list of stuff, but provided that the list is relevant, I don't think I'd much care if I was willing to spring for that. Well, I would rather just be able to rent the entire thing and play video games. Yeah, but. <laughs> That requires putting additional hardware that's not theirs, and ah, it wouldn't be that hard to set up. It's just a couple of plugins. Wouldn't be that hard to set up. It's just it for, coming from an IT standpoint alone. I can actually see the hesitation in that, and coming from a business who would like to attract probably other people, I can also see why that would be another bad idea. <laughs> Hey, you're going to attract people if you let people set up consoles in there. I'm just going to say it. True. I'm not saying you're wrong, but there's other variables that they didn't plan for. And Could you imagine for. playing eight-person Smash? You know? Hyrule Castle. I've, I've never... That big of a screen. I've never... Uh, I'm very thankful that I'm not part of the population that has seizures and stuff while playing video games. Yet I feel that that would do it. <laughs> Duh, that's so much. Yeah, I actually. Oh my god, it'd be like, great with though. with the sensory overload. No, no, I actually, I actually think this is a horrible idea. I mean, I'm not oh. even. I'm not even trolling or trying to be like trying to be conflicting. I actually genuinely think that that would be a horrible idea for the sensory overload. I don't. I mean, I'll be honest. I had an experience in college once where I had mushrooms. And I decided to play Smash Brothers. And for me, I couldn't play because it was a sensory overload. But as soon as I put the controller down and just watched, I had a great time. <laughs> so, I mean, that's different than, uh, of course, seizures. But uh, I'm not sure it'll be too much of an overload. I, I think it would be a blast, man. Because like, you need that big of a screen for eight people. Because let's be real, you're playing on a normal TV, like, eight people gets chaotic. Which pixel least, is me? <laughs> at least on that big of a screen, you can track yourself more, right? Potentially. I can see, I can see your point of view. I just, I think it would be too much for me, honestly. <laughs> All right. Last thing I want to talk about before I talk about our plans for next week is one thing that I like to do on occasion with dev is talk about what shows we've been watching. Anything that has really caught our attention lately. Um, and seeing as Jay, this is your first time in a long, long time of being on the show. Have you seen anything super f interesting lately on TV? So or I've seen, movies? so for, for kind of recent of recent developments for me, uh, Obviously, Mandalorian season two. Mm -hmm. That one started recently. Uh, is a must for anybody. If you haven't seen season one, you need to get on that. Um, and also, a show that I heard a bit about, never watched, uh, and I'm now anxiously awaiting the next season uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh, okay. Which can be found on Netflix. Uh, it's like a, a set in a the British Industrial Revolution. Um, Peaky Blinders is the name of a gang and uh, run by a group of brothers called the Shelby Brothers. And Thomas Shelby, who I'm going to look up because I keep forgetting his name. 
uh, uh, Killian Murphy. Okay. So, and he's like phenomenal. Like Tom Hardy is even in the series now. <laughs> like, nice. Tom Hardy's in everything, but, man. Dude, and I mean, and he's one of these. He's rapidly becoming one of my favorite chameleon actors, honestly, because he can be in anything he fucking mm-hmm. wants. So, but yeah, uh, great series. There's like four or five seasons on Netflix. I highly recommend. Okay. How about you, Dev? Anything new you watched recently? Uh, I've been watching Mando. That's the only thing I've really been watching lately. Been listening to podcasts. That's about it. Outside of it. Understandable. Oh. Get your media where you can when you're not streaming. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> been mostly just watching YouTube because it's shorter. I just haven't dove into a series. Still working through One Piece, of course, but I'm just taking a small break, small breather. So that's understandable. Because uh, totally not Mark passed me, and I'm like, all right, you know, stayed ahead of him as long as I could. He's uh, <laughs> he's got to he's got to be on a different pace because he's reading the manga. He's able to take it a little bit faster than I could take it. I'm just gonna take a small break. <laughs> I'll let the let this guy get ahead of me. I'll pick up the scraps. There's always a video that I can watch later. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I had a knew a guy, uh, kind of like you talk about like pacing and of keeping up with stuff. Uh, knew a guy who could who only could stand to watch uh, any kind of anime uh, dubbed, and okay. so. He only just very recently finished Dragon Ball Super, uh, Terminator Power Arc. I'm like, how did you tolerate waiting for that? Honestly, you three and, years. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, honestly, it's a, you know, it's just a different release schedule, and you just kind of learn to live with it. I'm like, you know, while some animes I prefer dubs, if the content's good enough, I don't care to read. I'll be straight up with you. <laughs> I do not care at all to read. Well, one like I prefer doing subbed because I feel like you get more of the inflection of the original intent for some of it. Not to say yep. that dub is bad because there are no. dub, there are some like I have to watch Dragon Ball dubbed. Um, yeah, just because it's what I grew up with. So hearing it yep. different always throws me off. Same. Um, but th- like I was watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and there was a time where I switched. Without realizing I'd switched, um, <laughs> from dub to subbed, and from dub to sub, and I didn't notice it. Um, which a goes to show that bo- both sides of voice acting good. Um, but like I transferred over without really realizing, and I was like, oh, I, I'm, I thought I went through this entire thing subbed. And our mutual friend Joe Steven was like, no, you started with dubbed because I started it with you. <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did the same thing with Sword Art apparently as well. Like I watched the beginning half in dub, and then I watched Elfheim in sub. <laughs> um, but Elfheim fucking sucks. Yeah, that sucked. So. Um, I watched. For reason, I haven't come back to that show because of Elfheim. Everyone's like, "Oh, I... the later stuff's good." I'm like, "Fuck it." You don't want to learn yeah, about the Gun Gale and then the Gun Gale uh, uh, side scenes. You can actually uh, skip Elfheim. Skip. You can even skip Gun Gale. Um, I didn't think Gun Gale was that bad, uh, but. Once you get into sort out alicization, that actually you would fall in love with the series again. And you don't I really don't Yeah, but you don't even need you kinda need a little bit of the story of 
Alfheim with kind of what happens. There's like I've one watched Alfheim. I watched through fucking Alfheim. Oh. Don't worry. Okay. I finished the well, first yeah. chunk. Well, then just skip Gungale. I just didn't continue after it because I was like, this shit was dumb. Skip Gungale and just go to Alicization. You have one kind of detail from Gungale. You actually have two details that you kind of would miss out um, that make an appearance in Alicization. But other than that, it's a... You're telling the wrong person to do that, though. I'm going to watch through all of it if I watch it. <laughs> oh, well, watch it. I, I thought Gun Gale was okay. You'll also have to watch the Netflix original series that is a Gun Gale spinoff. They have eight episodes. No, you don't. <laughs> I canceled my Netflix again, all right? Oh, it's no worries. No, it's they're priced you, you again. Mm -hmm. Money. All right. I was about to say, for me, though, when it comes to shows and things, of course, Mandalorian, like you guys said, um, I actually watched all of Star Trek Picard in about a week. The first season that they had of Star Trek Picard that came out very recently. And that one is very different Star Trek. Like all of the other Star Treks are around like a crew of people doing their adventures through straight space. Star Trek Picard is like Picard trying to build himself back up after being a tired old man. And I thought that was really interesting. It's a completely different genre of yeah. Star Trek. Huh. So I would recommend it, honestly, if you wanted something Old that's Man like Picard. Different... Yeah, I liked it. Um, that being said, I also ended up watching Helsing Ultimate Abridged uh, twice. Yes! <laughs> um, because the first time I watched it, I watched all of the episodes all the way through. And then an hour, literally one hour after I finished the last episode. What dropped? What dropped? What dropped? The commentary of yeah. dropped. <laughs> on their stream VOD channel. I was like, well, fuck, no, I have to watch that. <laughs> so I rewatched it all. <laughs> and what did you think? This is a carryover from last week's yeah. uh, Har Har podcast, by the way. So, so yeah, and I'm bringing this up now only because I'm not sure. I'll I'll be at the show late tomorrow. I'm just not sure around what time. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was definitely hilarious. Though I do remember <laughs> why I didn't watch it originally was because of the one-year release. I wanted to watch more than just the one and then wait a year and then watch the next. and then wait. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I watched them all, and then I spent a little while trying to work on an a la carte accent, and I realized I can't because I don't have oh, enough. Because it's Takahata 101? Yeah, I don't have enough such a depth. unique voice. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, often imitated, never duplicated. Mm -hmm. This is... No, yeah, like his Napa is fantastic. His cell is fantastic. His guru, I can kind of do. Nail, dude, I love Nail. God, him as him as cell. Nail. Like, but say him as cell. Like, I'll even be honest. I don't. The remember. final flash scene with him and Vegeta. Like, my favorite line of dialogue is like, "Give me a moment. All you'll be feeling is oblivion. Either that or disappointment. Go ahead, <laughs> flip that coin." I like, like that coin. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I still just love. Do what your daddy couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I had it my, my way. way. <laughs> yeah. I love that the Kai version of it does the other my way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a funny fucking little like in joke. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so fucking. Yeah. Uh, Though I, I'll great. be honest, after watching you abridge twice, I definitely walked around my house going, 
I need to hear you say it. <laughs> I, I need to hear it. <laughs> I need to hear it. You were right. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go shove your own foot up your ass. <laughs> Something like that. It was good. So I'll jump up your own ass and die. Love cannons. <laughs> So watching uh, the commentary, it was kind of interesting to go back and the like, they were definitely like, this is the darkest thing that we've ever filmed ever. And like, it's pretty dark. Uh, yep. But at the same time, they're like, they're like, they're saying some really awful things. And it's like, they're not getting any hate now, 10 years later that a lot of people would be for saying those things. So there's that at least that's a positive. Dude, real talk. Well, they also have a somewhat diverse group with a lot of, uh, uh, LGBTQ <laughs> members in their team. I was about to say, especially like with Scott. Yeah, I was about to say Scott there. <laughs> I just did a lot of the writing, so it's just like I think a. I think it's a because they're part of a lot of the communities they had the jokes about. Because you could go back and watch Dragon Ball Z and Bridge, and there's certain moments where like, uh I don't know if that joke's any good. <laughs> like in <laughs> hindsight, um. But at the same time, like, a times have changed a ton since when they started doing those shows. Um, doesn't excuse maybe the use of those jokes. They admit that they're like, yeah, no, some of these were just lazy. Um, because, but at the time, I, I love they that they acceptable. in that commentary. They're every time they're like, why the hell did we do this reference? I don't know. We just did. <laughs> it's like that's a Boondock Saints reference, and that's the best stolen boondock saints line i've ever written <laughs> it's like jesus why did we call why did we quote curious george know, we just did <laughs> so it was a dragon ball z a bridge too <laughs> yeah so i might honestly yeah so next week i might honestly spend six hours watching their um commentary of the brawly movies brawly abridged oh. movies oh well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, just watch through all of the abridged movies. <laughs> I love, I love that part of Broly abridged. Vegeta's in the background. It's like Broly is the devil. You hear Vegeta in the background. Oh my god, he's so damn cool. I love that part though. Excuse me, but you've been forgetting one thing. Broly's wife. No, <laughs> your king. What's a king to a god? And what's a god to a non-believer? Boom! Yep. <laughs> yep. What now? <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I, I, when I think of Vegeta, though, I think of, he keeps kicking me in the dick. Why does Why? he keep kicking me in the dick? Kicking me in the dick. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have got to end the yeah, show. We're we're yeah, we're done. We're done. Another hour with these references. Next week's next week's yeah, movies. next week. Snowpiercer and Annihilation. Um, kind of the uh, apocalyptic movies or books based off movies. I don't remember of. specifically. Anni what, what is it? Literally just called Annihilation. Is there? Yeah. Some okay. I'll have to re remember what movie yeah. that was. Because I believe it's the one Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> I, like that. oh that one yeah it's kind of like a yeah, 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 yeah yeah that's the one with Natalie Portman Annihilation okay horror fiction with, oh, based on the book that's right 14 um I remember now 
I just couldn't remember picking that movie because everything else is like Maze Runner, The Desolation. I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, a biologist signs a, bio, a biologist signs up for a dangerous secret exploration into the mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. Yep. All right. So yeah, that's next week. And then Snowpiercer, which I've been pushing for over two years to happen on this fucking show, and it's finally fucking happening. Fuck you. I'll rate it really lowly just for you. Don't you fucking dare. Snowpiercer is fantastic. <laughs> 1.25. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we're, <laughs> so we're done here. We're 100% done here. We have said everything we wanted to say. Jay, thank and you for being here. <laughs> but appreciate your commentary and uh, your insight. And you're welcome back anytime. Especially since you know you're a founder of the channel. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll see you in oh, another year. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. And we will see you. Some of us will see you tomorrow for the Har Har podcast. Um, but otherwise, later. Bye. Bye. We out of here. Fuck Aragon.